in a world that almost has as a motto, my way or the highway, it's really difficult to embrace the parable that Jesus presents to us today. There are other parables and there are other gospel passages that poke at us. But this one really makes us feel uneasy about ourselves or about how we live our faith or even how we understand church, life, the gospel, and heaven itself. The truth is that none of us here, including myself, are worthy to receive anything from God. We are unworthy sons and daughters. Those of you who are parents know exactly what I mean. Not too long ago, I was speaking with a mother, and she was saying how beautiful children were when they were little, how cute they are. Everything about them is so cute and adorable. And she said, Father, I believe the reason children are the way they are at the ages of three to five or six, it's because God is really making us love them. Because once they hit their teenage years, we want to kill them. <laughs> but then thinking of how cute and adorable they were stops us from doing that. Parents, I don't know if, I, if this lady that I was talking to is right or not. I do believe it is. But when we think of our relationship with Christ, when we think of how we relate as his son or daughter, we do the same. Parents, how many times you tell your children, this is what you should do because it's for your own good. Do not do this because you're going to hurt yourself and you're going to hurt others. And what do children do? Mom doesn't know. My life, you lived your life. You don't know anything about today. I'm young, you're not. And shuts the door and runs away. Or no, runs away and then shuts the door, right? Or vice versa, whatever. I don't live in your household, so I don't know exactly how the drama unfolds at your house. But there's got to be drama, right? So, at how many times your heart as a father, as a mother, aches because your children are hurting themselves with their poor decisions. The same thing happens when we do our will rather than God's. Today, Jesus is telling us that God's mercy and his justice are not against each other. You might look at the gospel and think, how unfair the people that work from early in the morning get the same payment as the ones that only work for about an hour or so. Why? Don't they deserve more? Truth is, God gives us infinite amounts of grace. We just have to be attentive to it. And God is telling us that the way he thinks, the way he acts, it's not how we act or think, or should act or think. That his mercy knows no limits. The workers that started their day off, 
early in the morning, they have the opportunity and the blessing to work close to the master of the vineyard. That's all of us here. If you're here at Mass, it's because you love God. It's because you're working with the Lord. You're cooperating with His grace. And how many people out in the world do not even know who God is, have denied His existence completely? Because once we erase God from society, we can do what we want without feeling any guilt or remorse. Once we say that God does not exist and that religion is all made up, it's for us to do our will rather than His will. And I'm sure all of us here have experienced times where we've done things our way and we've failed. I can tell you that from experience. There are times that I think, I'm going to do this my way and I don't care. And then I'm crying in a little corner. Oh, Lord, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I should have asked you. You were right. I should have hurt these people. I should have read more. I should have listened to the advice of others. All of us have been there. But also, I think and I hope that you've been in a position where you've allowed God to work in your life and you've asked him, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? And you thought, this, there is no way this is going to work out. But I'm going to follow what I believe God is telling me. And the fulfillment, the peace, the joy there is in those decisions. I'm sure you've experienced that. I hope you have. Because again, coming to church is not just fulfilling the command of going to church every Sunday. But it's to fall deeper in love with God. The biggest precept of the church is we are all called to know, to love, and to serve God. That's what the catechism, well, the old catechism said. That was the first thing on it. Our mission as baptized Christians is to know, to love, and to serve God. Those three things. And when we do so, we are the happiest. When we know God and when we love Him, we are the most fulfilled people on earth. When we go outside of ourselves and we bring others to that personal encounter with Jesus, we've done something for the Lord. We've done something for the other person, but we've also done something for ourselves. This sounds easy, and we know it is not. But we have God's grace to work with us. It doesn't matter if someone practices their faith since a young age, or they have this encounter with Jesus at a later age. It doesn't matter. God is going to give them the same because God loves us all in a very unique way. I can say that God loves me more than you, but you can also say that God loves you more than me. Because love, God's love is so immense 
that he loves us all distinctly and uniquely. And what does love do? Love wishes the good for the other for their own sake. That's what we are called to do, to go outside of ourselves and to bring people to an encounter with him. It doesn't matter, again, how soon someone knows the Lord or how late. It is our mission to bring those to that encounter. God's love is very generous, extremely. We should, call, we should also love how God loves. And again, that's a difficult task. In your prayer, because I know after Mass, everybody goes home and prays. Before you go to bed, you're praying. When you wake up, you're saying your morning offering. Then you find time to pray in the middle of the day. And then you find a little time to sneak into church and pray for 15 minutes. And then you go out and see who you're going to bring to the faith. Because that's what everybody does here at St. Philip's, right? <laughs> like as soon as you leave this, this, this church, you're on fire about the faith. And you're trying to evangelize as many people as you can. So I'm not telling you anything that you're not doing. I'm just congratulating you for everything that you're doing already that is going to get you and your loved ones to heaven. Throughout this week, in your prayer life, say, Lord, allow me to love not in my own terms, but according to your most holy will.